Hey, Naomi. Hey, Bex. Why is the festive season so cold? Because we live in Edinburgh? I mean, that could be one of the reasons. <laughs> or maybe it's because it's in December. Uh, <laughs> I did really miss the Christmas jokes. I'm glad they've made a comeback. Yeah, I thought for seven days, seven special, terrible Christmas jokes. Yeah, it's fab. <laughs> Welcome to Jingle Bells. I'm Beck. And I'm Naomi. And we're here to talk about Christmas movies. Yes, we are, because it's Christmas every day here at Jingle Bells. And it really is Christmas every day because we are on day four of the seven days of Christmas. Day four! Woo! This is your little podcast advent calendar. You're opening up the fourth door and it's us with another movie (laughs) review. What a surprise. I know. <laughs> Not like we do this every year. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you were with us yesterday, you were listening to our review of A Hollywood Christmas. Uh, we've already reviewed Eight Gifts of Hanukkah as well and The Twelve Dates of Christmas. We're going to be back tomorrow with the uh, with Four Christmases. And then we're going to keep going until the 23rd. Yay! Yay! <laughs> If that's not enough content for you, though, we do have our bonus bells still available on our coffee. You can find that at coffee.com slash jinglebellspod. All of our episodes are still pay what you can because we know times are tough, but we want to keep doing this. Um, So thank you so much for your support as of yet. (laughs) Yes, thank you. We really appreciate it. And if you cannot give to us financially, which totally get it, that kind of time of year, if you can leave us a review on your preferred podcasting platform, there's so many uh, p- podcasting platforms, uh, and you can leave us a review and that would be swell. We would love that. You would. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's nice to hear when people enjoy the stuff that you do. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to know that we're not just yelling into the void and making... I mean, to be fair, we totally made this podcast <laughs> just for us to listen to. And we did listen to ourselves talk about A Christmas Prince a lot when our podcast first came out. But that's because we're hilarious and it's a great <laughs> podcast. So you guys know you're listening to it. It's fine. <laughs> oh, um, that brings us very nicely to our synopsis time jingle. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm ready. Uh, it's a good one. Yeah, so today, <laughs> today we're talking about a royal Christmas match, mm-hmm. which is a movie that happened. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get into this jingle. God saves the this time. Long live this time. It's really great. Da-da-da-da, talk about the movie with a bio from IMDb. It's such a Christmas thing. God saves the dubs this time. You really are outdoing yourself, like just pulling out all the stops with the synopsis. Thank you. At the moment. I figured, you, you know, it's a ro- it's it's one of our few. It might be our only movie this year with yeah. royalty in it, so it felt appropriate to do uh, a little bit of the the. I'm going to call it the English national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I love it. 
Um, it is our only movie this year that features a royal couple, which is actually why we chose it, um, because we haven't touched upon royalty and their ridiculousness this year. So yeah, yeah, we're following Princess Camille as she travels to America to create a college exchange program, and she falls for Professor Rhett. But when she discovers he was hired by her father to babysit her, she wonders if he cares more about her or his career. That wasn't in the movie. That wasn't in the movie at that all. Was not, that was not. That was the not movie. the the plot of the film. That was not the plot all. of the film. Though. In fact, until, okay. specifically, <laughs> he stops that from happening. So, don't know who wrote this synopsis, but they clearly haven't watched it. I mean, I do not blame them. It is a slog <laughs> of a film. Maybe they like watched the first fifteen minutes and they were like, "Okay, cool. I don't need to watch the rest. I see where this is going." And they were yeah. just slightly wrong. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's how I'd write a synopsis if I was doing it professionally, I suppose. And this film, like, I had to pause this film like three, four times. It was, whew, it was a long one. It, <laughs> it was a long it one for like is, it, one hour, 40 royal, minutes. <laughs> a royal Christmas match, more like a royal Christmas slog. Um, oh, yeah. I, I can't, can't believe. It came out this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had yeah. such like 2006 Christmas movie energy. I know, like, whoever directed it, whoever produced it, really loves Hallmark movies from 2006. Right, okay. But yeah, like, oh my god. I can't believe somehow we've managed to watch another film about an economic crisis either. I can't deal with this movie, honestly. I mean, our, our roots are founded on the strong, <laughs> strong foundations of A Christmas Prince, right? Yeah. That is the OG movie that we were like, we got to have a fucking podcast to just talk about these movies because yeah. they are simul- so simultaneously brilliant and terrible. The mm-hmm. second one is just terrible with like it so is. many interesting characters and like mm-hmm. stupid moments and like silly fun. And this movie really was like, oh, we're going to take all of the worst parts of A Christmas Prince <laughs> and put it all in one. And I'm just like, yeah. ugh. Um, yeah, so let's, I mean, we've got, before we get too far into it, yeah, we've got our who's who of who's not, mm-hmm. uh, and all of these people seem to have basically been, like, actors and actresses that exclusively mm-hmm. do Christmas movies. It oh, is yeah. uh, really bizarre. I am so excited to go through the who's who of who's not with you today, because so many of these actors have been in Once Upon a Time. <laughs> I know, right? I couldn't believe it. I need to have a look at who everyone who everyone was in Once Upon a Time. Oh, a lot time. of them were in like one episode with like, oh, great. you know, Night or Which One or like, you know. I really feel like Once Upon a Time yeah. is an honorary Christmas series. Not because it happens yeah. at Christmas, but just because of the way it's set up and the acting <laughs> in it. You know what I mean? I like, do. It's basically a Christmas series, even though it hasn't got any Christmas in it. No. Oh man, what a terrible show. One day we will review Once Upon a Time. Probably not episode by episode. Know. Probably we, just we season by season. <laughs> oh my god. We really we'll break it if you down. would like us to talk about Once Upon a Time. Please let us know because both of us have seen it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. A lot. It's one of a those lot. like, oh, we'll just start watching this thing and it'll mm-hmm. be oh, this is really bad. How am I eight seasons in? Yeah. Uh, so, three yeah. weeks have passed. You've changed personalities <laughs> three times. Uh, yeah, it's, it's wild. It is wild. Fucking Regina, honestly. 
Oh, if we were to do Once Upon a Time, though, I feel like you would be a great Regina. I would love to be Regina. She has the best outfits. I know, she really does, though. She really um, does. Like, Emma's just there, like, in shitty jeans and a tatty leather jacket all the time. And I'm no like, one's watching Once Upon a Time for Emma. <laughs> no, that is true. Emma is the worst part of Once Upon a Time. No, no. Henry is the worst part of Once Upon a Time. Oh, God, yeah. Followed by... E- fo- oh. Mm. Ooh, Great. Yeah, we're getting off track <laughs> we're getting so oh, far off track Sorry. <laughs> uh, another time in another life we will do a bonus episode where we just try and work out who is the worst character in once upon a time <laughs> definitely i'm in i'm great. in great um, anyway yes we should talk about, about these people <laughs> this is how much we don't want to talk about this film um <laughs> anyway i'm really sorry we've got jordana largy as camille She's been in TV movies, A Bride for Christmas in 2012, Finding Father Christmas in 2016, Christmas Homecoming in 2017, and If Only I Had Christmas in 2020. She was also in Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, which I haven't oh, actually I've seen. seen. That series. Yeah, we'll have to wa- we'll have to watch it for the podcast. <laughs> you will, you will, just for that. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got Matthew McCall as Ben. He's been in a few TV movies as well. He's been in Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater in 2020 and Christmas Is You in 2021. He was also in Once Upon a Time and Supernatural in Lucifer as well. Who is he in Once Upon a Time? Oh, he's one of the ones that's like night three or some bullshit. Like, oh, yeah, it's oh, not right. it's not like a big recurring character kind of thing. Oh, right. Oh no, he is night number one. Oh, is it number one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just okay. googled. I just googled. <laughs> we have Bronwyn Smith as Angela. She's been in t- many TV movies as well. Marry Me at Christmas in 2017. She's been in Easter Under Wraps in 2019. The Christmas Doctor in 2020. And A Kind-Hearted Christmas in 2021. She was also in the A Series of Unfortunate Events TV series. She was in mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time as well. Um, Supernatural and Reaper, and she's also in this year's So Help Me Todd, which I think we talked about in the 12 Days of Christmas episode. That one's actually popping up a lot. Don't know why a lot of people are in that, but sure, why not? Maybe we'll review it next year. Tweet at us. Let us know if you want to see that. Then we've got Ashley Alexander as Theodora. She was also in Supernatural, and she's been in TV movies You Light Up My Christmas in 2019 and Matching Hearts in 2020. Then we've got Bruce Dawson as Lucian. He's been in so many TV movies. Um, He was in Hearts of Christmas in 2016, A Firehouse Christmas also in 2016, My Christmas Dream in 2016, A Bramble House Christmas in 2017, Runaway Christmas Bride in 2017, Christmas by Starlight in 2020, and Nantucket Noel in 2021. (laughs) wow i know wow you can make an entire career out of christmas movies like truly apparently so i know in another life i am definitely a christmas movie actor that is that is my dream oh hell yeah in another life i'll be i'll be putting you in terrible costumes and giving you ugly makeup for some reason oh yeah (laughs) i love it this is what i live for (laughs) as is the way with a christmas film absolutely Last person on the docket today is Patty Allen. She was Aunt Vinny. Uh, she's been in a bunch of TV movies as well. Mrs. Miracle in 2009. It's mm-hmm. Christmas Carol in 2012. Christmas Princess <laughs> in 2017. Spotlight on Christmas in 2020. And A Fabled Holiday in 2022. She was also in Once Upon a Time and Supernatural. Great. 
Great. I love, I looked at, I was like looking them up. I was like, why don't I recognize any of these people from Bronson on Time? And it's like, yeah. literally, he is night one. She mm-hmm. is cashier. Aunt yeah. Minnie is like an old crone. I was like, yeah. great, fantastic. <laughs> great. Sweet. Well, can't expect anything more from that show. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's like Blind Witch 2. It's like mm. cool. Sweet, sweet. Absolutely. She just needed her insurance check. That's what it was. Yeah, 100%. So. This brings us to our Christmas criteria. We got, like, I did the tree count for this one um, mm-hmm. because I needed something to focus on that wasn't the plot of the film. Um, so we had 28 trees at 1 minute and 49 seconds. There were 7 at 16 seconds. Like, I had to give up during the conversation, like, the opening conversation between Camille and Theodora because I was like, they go back and forth on the same trees. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, it's too many. I'm done now. But, like, this film was festive. If it had a flat surface, there was a wreath on it. Like, yeah. trees everywhere. It was really festive, yeah. They mm-hmm. they fucking loved trees in this and Christmas in this movie. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. we love Christmas, don't get me wrong. But, like, <laughs> yeah. holy shit, did they love Christmas in this movie. Yeah, they really did. Like, everything was Christmas. I mean, there was hot chocolate. Like, there were kind of Christmas lectures. So that kind of tells you where this film is at baseline. Yeah. There weren't a lot of Christmas jumpers, and I don't think the costumes or the outfits were particularly festive, but they were still always inappropriately dressed, which I appreciated. Yeah, yeah, which which is technically Christmassy uh, in its own right for a <laughs> yeah. Christmas movie. Yeah, I it, this movie was so weird to me because it mm. felt so old. Yeah, like yeah. everyone's personality felt really stale and old, and everyone. Mm-hmm. It's why I thought it was from like two thousand and six. The way it was shot, the way the mm-hmm. costumes were done, like the designs of everything. It just, yeah, it really did not feel like you know. If you look at other movies that came out this year, mm-hmm. Christmas with You, Holiday Harmony, a Hollywood Christmas, like all of these came out like this or last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And they all felt like very modern and fresh and edgy and cool, and this felt like so stale. Yeah, it did. And it was it was it was a slog. It was hard to mm-hmm. watch. I don't even know where to begin. On this um, no, like kind of on your point though, like the it, it felt really stale. But like from the get go, I couldn't tell if the lead actress and her friend were super duper young. Or super duper old like do you yeah know what i mean like there was no telling what age bracket they were actually in because when it opened i was like oh god she looks really young and like we see the love interest ben um and he looks yeah. much older and i was like older. no is this some sort of really inappropriate like teacher student romance thing that yeah. i'm gonna feel really uncomfortable watching the whole time but it wasn't but even still like it was hard to pinpoint who this film was for because yeah. also the way that I, like she was acting as well was quite old. It was like kind of how you'd expect your grand to act if the queen came to tea. Yeah, what I think it is, and I think one of the things that makes this so like hard to watch is they were trying rather than looking at the plot or the lines or anything of that in this movie, they were like, oh, we can make it current by mm. putting them in clothing that feels modern. Mm, yes. Which yeah. just kind of makes, kind of ages them further. It just makes it really mm. confusing. Like she walks out in a shitty tiara and like a bathrobe. And I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm already out. Like already yeah. out. Just mm-hmm. so immediately lost me. 
you know, there's they're scanning, there's like scanning over all this jewelry and clothing mm. and whatever, and every single one of it's plastic, and every yeah. single thing looks fucking cheap and shit and terrible. And mm. I'm like, mm, just put some Vaseline on that lens, just blur it out <laughs> so you can't see the fine details. Like, HD yeah. is not your friend if everything costs you a pound. Like, <laughs> oh, it was bad. I but yeah. this is the thing, I didn't like a single person in this film. A single I didn't one. Like, I didn't. I didn't like anyone really. I didn't like their motivations, their mm-hmm. acting, their costumes, makeup. Yeah. I didn't really like the hair. I didn't enjoy the plot. I didn't like the design. Mm. I didn't even really like the Christmas activities. Yeah, the Christmas pretty... activities weren't overly Christmassy. Like it was a lot of parties yeah. and events and networking and business. And again, it was a film about an economic crisis. How yeah, exciting crisis was it and... going to be? <laughs> like yeah. we've already like... said this many times. Like a political movie is not a good Christmas movie. Like... Yeah, and like I think they were trying to make her different from like. <laughs> I'm not like the other lead girls in Christmas movies. Like, I feel like they were trying to do that with her by making it not so that she was like, oh, I'm really good at the social stuff, but I Mm. give up on the paperwork, right? You know, the the Ellie from a Christmas inheritance, (laughs) the Lindsay Lohan, I don't know how to do anything, but I'm really popular. Like, Mm. they kind of reversed Mm -hmm. that by making her like shy and, you know, not wanting to be a public figure and spectacle, Mm. Mm -hmm. but like making her really good inverted commas at like the diplomatic side <laughs> and the, the close relations and the mm, whatever mm-hmm. and i mean i don't think she was like particularly good at like at anything i really no. don't even know where to fucking start with this film like seriously Ooh. so we have a new country that's mm-hmm. great morgana university maybe this is the university where all the princesses go to go to princess school to learn how to be princesses <laughs> right I was saying, I was like, maybe that's where it is. They were like, look at the beautiful Mugada University. And they show a picture mm. and it literally looks like a prison. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I don't know what that's. You've done a bit more research on uh, what that I was like, that really looks like a prison. The lead actor is like just mm. a rude dick through the whole movie. I don't really yeah. feel like mm-hmm. at any point he was redeemed. He was kind of very, pat- well, not even kind of, he was very patronizing and yeah, like closed minded. And mm-hmm. he had a weird, he didn't really have a reason to be the grumpy guy that he was. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so that felt very weird. Camille was quite dull. Yes. Her friend was literally pointless. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what her friend's name was. The oh, yes. antagonistic <laughs> villain was re- <laughs> not explained at all, oh, barely yeah. present. Suddenly they're all in America. <laughs> didn't make any sense oh i just but this is the thing the film is set in america but at no point did they make that clear like because i was trying to figure out where it was set as well i was like oh surely it'll be in a country next to morgana and that's what they're doing Mm. they're creating like a little partnership no it turns out it was in america america yeah Yeah. the whole time they were in america the whole time um and and nobody knew yeah there's a lot of things that really took you out or like didn't engage you and give you enough explanation like the tragic backstory for Ben and Camille are it's just not clear like yeah. it's touched on a little bit like Camille and her dad have this little moment where she's like oh I miss mom and we're like I think that's about five minutes from the end of the film and I'm like oh her mom is, I, is dead okay it, why it did we not like literally never talk mentioned. about it 
Yeah, exactly. And then like Ben and his sister Angela, they do talk about like their dad and I'm going to guess an extended illness uh, because Ben's like, that's why I stayed and, you know, blah, blah. But again, it's never gone into and at no point do these two characters reach a mutual understanding through the tragic backstory, which is a, a big problem. It's a very big problem. Because they're so focused on the economic crisis. Yeah. (laughs) Which doesn't even turn out to be an economic crisis. I know. It's then like something (laughs) different. I was like, oh good, we've been worrying about economics this whole time and it wasn't. Yeah, there was, Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a lot of stuff in this movie that I was just like, this is really fucking cringy and just bad. And like the budget, this, this, I swear to God, okay, if you are going to do a royal movie, okay, mm. and you're gonna have a princess or a prince or a whatever. You've got to at least make their stuff look expensive. No yeah. one else needs mm-hmm. to be in really fancy things. Everyone else's stuff can be whatever. But mm-hmm. if they are a princess and they're getting like their photos taken or they're going to an event, you mm. need to dress mm-hmm. them appropriately. So like, yeah. there's an early part of this movie where they're going to like I don't fucking know some lunch or whatever. It was so unclear. <laughs> like there were so many different activities. Gotta yeah. go to the Christmas bean toss or the pie contest. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> anyway, so she like comes out to her friend after like she's met Rude. What even is his name? The professor? Ben. Ben. Yeah. I have no idea who anyone is called at any point in this movie because they don't no, no. only go, they don't introduce themselves. Like no. I, it was halfway through the movie where I learned her name was, <laughs> was a... Uh, uh, Cam- Camille I literally was calling her Cornella the whole time because I had no <laughs> idea what her name was I wish they'd so... called her Cornella like that would be more interesting <laughs> fuck <laughs> just looking at my notes like Princess Cornella what and it was just like she comes out to her friend and she's holding two plain ugly dresses mm. and she's like mm, mm-hmm. which of these two ugly dresses should I wear with my plastic <laughs> tiara and I was like oh man <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> no, Cornella, put the dresses down. <laughs> oh, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty. Okay. It was just bland. Like, the whole it thing was, was just bland. It was so weird. The yeah. Aunt Vinny was doing, like, a real fucking Meryl Streep thing. She was right? taking it all very seriously. She was up a yeah. very dramatic performance for this effectively <laughs> ridiculous Christmas movie. Hey, why not at this point? Like, why not throw her in Actually, there? Just see yeah, what I'm, happens. But yeah, yeah, she was she was very Cruella de Vil-esque as well. I it was, was like, it was like a uh, fucking pantomime. It it was. It, it was really crazy. Was, you know, the resolution is, oh, this eight hundred year old document oh which we are touching without gloves. I will get to all of the document stuff. <laughs> Don't worry. Long term listeners will know of my personal bugbear <laughs> against the mishandling of historical artifacts. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, they're there going, so we say that this document in a language that no one understands Mm -hmm. says that actually all of your stuff belongs to our friend and they're just like oh and they just accept it that's fact and i'm like what it was wild it was wild like okay i guess we should just talk about the documents because otherwise it's gonna keep coming up but okay i like most of my notes around this were essentially along the lines of I can't wait to hear Bex talk about how horrible the mishandling of these documents is. It was insane to me. So Camille and Theodora are in America and they appear to have brought with them 
a box of ancient Morganon documents that have been found yeah. in a wall. So they were, were like probably not kept in particularly good condition in the first place. But yeah. anyway, they brought this box of documents with them and all of these 800-year-old documents are kept in unsealed folders and people are just yeah. handing them out willy-nilly throughout this film. It is insane. Yeah. But so the person who should a- talk about this is Bex. <laughs> okay. Okay. So like when the initial document came out, right, one mm. document came out and it was in a plastic sleeve and I was mm. like, okay, I can forgive <laughs> this, right? At least they have made some attempt of like, you know, of you know, protecting the artifact. And then yeah. she whips it out in a lesson and hands it out to a bunch of fucking 16 year olds <laughs> pretending to be college students. And yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure, I know that you're a princess, right? But like some of these documents that you're saying are treaties with like France or Germany, mm. which means that they are not your historic artifacts that you are mishandling. What is this, the fucking British Museum? And mm-hmm. I was just like <laughs> literally losing my mind. And then they were like, she was like, oh, I'm just going to get this artifact out. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's eggnog on it. And I'm like, yep. no, if there was eggnog on it, it would have like disintegrated if you find it in a wall already like the way that the the in nature of these technically 300 plus year old documents is so bizarre also what is middle french is that a thing i've never heard of middle <laughs> french is that like yeah, medieval yeah. french so we've got middle english right so there is still middle french and stuff as well um yeah but I thought Middle French was from like the 1600s and they were saying these documents were like 18th century. So like what? They just whipped out, you know, Wait, like if I went, on. oh, we're going to write these things in Latin. They said that the things were from the 18th century. I thought they did. They said the documents were like oh 300 gosh. years old. Oh, I thought they were like 800 years old. Fuck. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I they don't say know. so many different things that I was like, it's... oh, these 800 year old documents. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Oh, shit. Yeah. And they okay. were like, anyway, here's this peace treaty that was founded by love. And the guy is mm-hmm. reasonable. Mm-hmm. And the, like Ben in that moment is like, I mean, like, I don't know whether we can call it love. Like, we don't have any evidence for that. She's like, mm-hmm. anyway, look at these letters that uh, are hundreds yeah. of years old and hold huge <laughs> cultural significance to the peace of countries. Why don't you just have a look? And it's the same six students in every scene. And only yeah. one of them has any lines. Presumably, I think two of them yeah. have lines, actually. So presumably those were the ones they paid a bit extra um, <laughs> to, to actually memorize having a shitty line. Mm-hmm. Um I just couldn't believe the amount of like documents that they were handed. I know. Like they just they seem to just keep whipping them out in class yeah. and just passing them around to anyone. You keep that document, Ben. You keep yeah. that historic letter about uh, the the ownership <laughs> of land in my country that apparently uh-huh. still holds up in a court of law. Yeah, and then that was one crazy. of them Okay, we will move on from it, right? So she opens the fucking case and then she pulls out a document that is on top of a plastic protector in yeah. the briefcase and not in the, why even have a protector at all if you're not going to use it? No gloves. At no point there were gloves. At no, no. point there was anything. Then the reason you wear gloves or they go in cases because the oils in your fingers will corrode the documents over mm-hmm. time. But she didn't give a fuck about that because she's a princess, no. apparently. She'd wear, she'd wear princess power? Fuck you. Yeah. So mad. <laughs> Stupid. Do you feel I know better? That, right. No, I know this is... 
right? I know this is a really bizarre hill to die on, right? In Christmas movies, there's a lot. Morgana isn't a country. I could be upset about that. There's no like, there's rarely a person of color in this film. I could be upset about that. It's super heteronormative and boring, mm-hmm. and there's loads of issues, and the costuming's bad, and the plot's bad, and the things bad. But the thing that yeah. just, I don't know why it gets me every time when I see a historic document <laughs> being mishandled, I really take it personally. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. You, you feeling okay? Apologies. You, you all right? You can, you can keep going? <laughs> yes. Uh, it was because we've been doing this for the last few years and I've heard Bex uh, talk about the protection of documents many many times um i don't even know it's not my degree i don't have anything special in it it's just what I know. i've learned you're very passionate about it it's okay i get that the passion really comes across um <laughs> but yeah that was my like edge of my seat thing every time a document came out i was like oh god oh god bex must be like dying watching this film <laughs> just hear me stewing from three miles away just like in my yeah. house by myself <laughs> screaming yeah absolutely <laughs> there was there was very little that was redeeming about this film um you know even document handling aside it was still it was pretty bad like there's just a lot of beats that they really missed with the yeah. film yeah there was things that I did like. I, I really liked Angela and Ben's relationship. They were the brother-sister duo. Yeah, yeah. I do have one question about that. You're, yeah. you're a big sister, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you ever call your little brother, little brother? Because that's the thing they do in Christmas movies a lot, where they like refer to their siblings by like, hey, big uh... sis. And I'm like, I don't know. Because you just call them their name, right? Yeah, I would assume. Generally, I mean, if I'm being a patronizing bitch, um, I'll call my brother baby bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. But okay, then I'm like, oh, baby brother. Like, oh, so it's not really... Oh, who's a little bobby baba? Yeah. That kind of vibes. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. I mean, like, if uh, if we go into it for a second, like, the in Chinese, um, you do actually call people by, like, their relationship to you. That is quite oh, normal. Wow, okay, cool. So it does happen in other cultures. I'm not really sure why they do it in Christmas movies. I think it's probably to establish that connection and to remind us who these people are more than right, anything. Okay. But um, yeah, no, generally speaking, I don't go around being like, hey, bro, or like, hey, little yeah. bro, or anything like that, because that seems stupid. Um, if I was introducing him to someone, I'd be like, this is my yeah. younger brother. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, it's not. No, it's not really a thing. It's like not, not what you would call him to his face if you're just having a normal conversation about work. No. Like, okay. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who am I doing it for? Is there a camera yeah. crew following me around? Are there Christmas <laughs> trees everywhere? But yeah, I, I liked their relationship. It did feel like they had the best interaction and chemistry out of all of the cast. If we're going to say that yeah. anyone had chemistry, it was them. Maybe Angela was the best part of this movie. What do you think? best actress angela was carrying a lot of this film because i feel oh, like boy. she also understood that it wasn't super serious yeah <laughs> which is funny yeah. for like a cast of actors who have made their careers on christmas really, films. christmas movies right <laughs> you would think they would be better yeah. yeah i mean they didn't really have a lot to work with like i had no. a lot of issues with the writing of this film and the way that things were set up mm, and like whatever mm-hmm. it was so random like they would just do things in such a weird order right and like you yeah. know they would always you know ben would be there and be like can you talk to your dad and i'm like your dad he's the fucking king of a country you should be calling him the king (laughs) right it's not appropriate to just be like oh it's your da 
right yeah. weird also they're like there and they're looking over the document and neither of them are wearing gloves but it's fine and they're like looking through the thing <laughs> they're looking through the thing and they're like look here's the thing that will solve our problems mm-hmm. anyway time to get changed for the ball and i'm like why why would you I do know. it that way like can't you be like hey ben i bought something for you you said that you love middle french or whatever here's a thing and then have mm-hmm. him look at it for the first time there and be, you know, or she's like, oh, I was looking through your notes with your class and I saw that you were looking at this text and I have the original. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Have a look at it and then have it be resolved. Don't have them like go and find it and then be like, <laughs> OK, but uh, I need to go put on my shitty blue dress. Actually, the dress was fine. Oh, God. The, the dress was fine. But uh, kind of circling back to your point earlier about the costumes and stuff and them being so cheap looking. It was the same yeah. dress that she'd been wearing earlier in a photo that was like slipping off her shoulder. And I was like, why oh, has no one oh, fitted that dress properly? Why has no oh, one built that up? I also clocked that it was the same dress because they oh, do like the God. thing where mm-hmm. she's getting ready and they like pan to the mirror and it's like the tiniest little fucking hand mirror you've ever seen. And it's just like a little <laughs> yeah. circle of her face looking smug. And I was like, oh cool, they're doing this so that they can do a big dress reveal. And then the dress was just fine. Yeah, right? it was all right. It was, I mean, it was like, the th- compared to, right, compared to some of the dresses that have mm. been d- thrown onto these fucking women in these movies, right? Mm-hmm. It is it is better than them. Yes. The cut is nice. It looked like it kind of fit her. The fabric doesn't look like super expensive, but it doesn't look really, really cheap. Mm-hmm. I think a thing as they do a lot in Christmas movies is they like to put them in like the light blue Cinderella-y vibe yeah. thing. But it's just like, it's hard to make a light blue read expensive on camera. Mm -hmm. It always looks really cheap. So it was nice that they put her in like a dark blue. But yeah, I was Mm. like, oh, if you're going to make it a dress reveal, you can't have it be the same dress you put her in already. (laughs) No, no. It's like, we've seen this already. What's happening? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it was it was fine. I thought it was okay. I think again they just didn't really have the right touches because she should have been wearing gloves and stuff right i think yeah. she came out with bare arms um yeah she came out with bare arms at one point she was carrying yeah. a satchel bag i was like what the fuck is happening here yeah that's not what a princess would do which was what really no. took us out of that moment thing like it was just there were so many things yeah. that they could have just done a little bit of extra detail and it would have been fine I don't even know how to fix this movie. Isn't that bad? You could count it's really bad if I'm like, no, I can't. I Um, I can't even fucking wing something for this. I think we could fix this movie a little bit. Kind of going through some of the points that we have made already. Like, I think that there needed to be... There was already a lot of antagonism between the leads, but I think we needed a moment of unnecessary conflict so that they could come back together and bond over their shared tragic backstories I yeah. think her friend needed her own like storyline. I also would have liked to have seen some like queer inclusion and I would have loved if the friend had like struggled, not like, you know, and the fuck it, we don't want to see the struggle on screen, but we want them to be finally out and feeling comfortable and dating yeah. and stuff and for Camille to be encouraging that, especially as that like as Theodora's persona phd well we want to add a reason for her to want to stay in america and stuff like that so that yeah camilla has excuses to come back and forth between morgana and america you know aside mm-hmm. from her husband and then i would love to have seen more of aunt vivi was that what her fucking name was vinny vinny Lavin- lavinia yeah lavinia is a great bad guy name 
Like, Wonderful. It's a fabulous name. So I would love to have seen more scheming instead of just Vinny listening in on phone conversations that she definitely shouldn't have been a part of. But yeah, more directions with that. I would have loved if she'd had like an evil, slimy, Simon-like son who was oh, helping yeah. her execute these schemes well, as well. What? Well, what I assumed, right? Because it's a royal Christmas match and that's what the title of the movie is. But none of the movie and the plot is about making a match. So my thought was, would have been, right? She was going to finish her US tour. Okay, I've changed my mind. I (laughs) I don't know whether I can fix the movie, but here's a side plot that I really think would have strengthened it. Yep. She has a Simon, we'll just call him Simon, a Simon-esque son, Aunt Lavinia's son, Simon, goes to pine whatever university right yeah to get mm-hmm. his phd in economics and something else tedious um yes. and he like you know <laughs> he's doing that and she finishes her u.s tour by going to visit the him because she believes that there's going to be an arranged marriage we love an arranged marriage yep. in a christmas movie it is the og of royal you know it it's would part have of like the, the title with the, the thing and and she gets there and she's like you know her and Simon know each other and they're part mm-hmm. of the thing and whatever, but she is also studying whatever the fuck she's studying. She meets this <laughs> yummy professor who's like really interested in her and what she mm-hmm. has to offer and he's really nice and he doesn't realize she's a princess and like mm-hmm. have it be that way rather than him just be like, I'm a dick for no yeah. reason, but, you, but you're going <laughs> to fall in love with me anyway. And it was like, oh yeah. man, you're just kind of, because he met her and was like really polite to her and like helped mm. her get out the car and like, you know, she was like, you're not going to put your coat down. And I was like, what the fuck? And then yeah. the other woman just got out of the car and it was no problem. And I was like, this is convoluted as <laughs> fuck. Anyway, I just I just wish there was something there to kind of give it, you know, a love triangle adds yeah. a lot of drama to stuff. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, the expectations of royalty. And, you know, then she could, it could have been more around like the match itself rather than it, it just felt like there was like, okay, so she's got her love story with, Ben, yeah. and then the, her duchess friend is running for governor but they also have mm-hmm. all of these historic documents they're trying to translate for some yeah. reason and aunt Vinny is there being evil for i don't know what the fuck's going on and like i don't know what aunt <laughs> Vinny's mo was because she wasn't no. ever gonna get the crown so like what mm-hmm. was her motivation the unclear her dad should have been like you know, her dad flew to fucking middle America to watch her do a presentation yeah. in front of three people. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> well, that was the thing is like, she spoke about having a fear of public speaking. And yet when she was doing this presentation about the future of the university and like this program, there's only three people in the room. I get COVID restrictions. So this cast was real limited to like oh, 10 people. Oh, I assume that that was like part of it. But man. then you've got to change what the premise is you know yeah they managed it totally they managed a totally fine average movie with the christmas prince three with a cast of 12 they did a yeah. fucking great job you know like mm-hmm. well not great job but they did better than this oh uh, yeah they definitely did better than this i think this is actually the first time that i've been actively angry at a film that we've watched <laughs> i really didn't like this at all I mean, there was like like, some moments in it that were fine, but like if this was on, this is like a, this is primetime channel five bullshit. Like this is the level of a terrible Christmas movie that this one particularly, it it is really, Mm -hmm. I don't think I've seen anything this bad Mm. that's been made in recent years. They clearly did not listen to our podcast. (laughs) I don't think they've listened to anything. Like honestly- (laughs) 
in the nicest way, this film very much reads of aiming for an audience of like diehard BBC watching Daily Mail reading like yeah. Middle England people because like it very much like perpetuates the that it's okay to privatize everything because they're talking about privatizing yeah. education in this and saying that it's a drain on the economy and that infuriated me at various yeah. points throughout this film and like i get that education is privatized in america out the fucking wazoo and people make yeah. a lot of money on that but i think again having a key plot point in your film rest on the argument that education drains economies is ridiculous because education yeah. should be a right for everybody and yeah. that's what made me furious the whole time and i'm like don't partner with America then. This is why I thought that yeah. Penn State University was in Europe because I was like, oh, you know, that communication across borders and like having an open ability to go and get universal education. I know it's not free in yeah, a lot yeah, of countries, yeah. but like, do you know what I mean? At least have the opportunity to go and learn and experience new things and that education is more than just being in the classroom. But like this film just, oh, tried to shoot that to pieces, which is what infuriated yeah. me. Like, I think the audience for this could have done with some older actors as well. Um, yes. Because I feel that like it's made been, for people in their 50s. That would have been really, really nice. Like, because then mm -hmm. it makes sense that she has, like, an interest in... Uh, I mean, I, being interested in diplomacy is very mm. important. And I totally get that. And I totally agree. It's not very fun for a Christmas movie, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm glad that she was. he wasn't, like, a professor of, like, blah de blah 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 And yeah. she was like, I just make Christmas cookies, right? I'm yeah. glad it wasn't that, right? <laughs> that would have been awful. But to me, I was just like, I don't... I just don't understand, like, what their motivation is. Mm -hmm. Why they would do it in that way like yep. it just yeah it was very bizarre for me i couldn't mm -hmm. i yeah i'm not on board i no. I, I never want to see this movie again no <laughs> no i never want to see this again i'll never ever watch this again <laughs> you can pay me to watch this again <laughs> so bad I, I don't know we could keep talking about this or we can kind uh, of figure out a, a vanessa yeah. hudgens rating no, no. i think which yeah, I just more have fun. one further thing that <laughs> I, I have one more point that I wanted to make. It's like quite early on in the movie, they show uh -huh. uh, the the Pine Uni, whatever the Pinecone logo, right? Yeah, the the university, and it was like quite far away. And at first, mm -hmm. I just thought it was a pineapple, and I was like, "Why is that <laughs> logo a pineapple?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a pinecone. Okay, that makes more sense." Just wanted to share that that little uh, thing I misunderstood. Uh, I mean, what like. Where were we ever going to get any understanding with this film? We I just no don't. I mean, we didn't anything. even know the characters' names. You know what no. I mean? Like, you have no hope. And uh, that's I'm, not out of the normal for Christmas films, but like this one took it to a new level where like you didn't yeah. know half the cast. It was crazy, and there was only eight yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like. The, I didn't like the acting. I didn't mm, like the script. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the plot or the costumes or the design. The Christmas mm. trees that were there were fine. Why were they wrapping Christmas trees in toilet paper? Oh my god, way? you noticed there was also was... the maple dance when they were decorating yeah, the Christmas oh, tree? Yeah, 100%. Like, that was ridiculous. 100%, 100%. I was like, this is <laughs> grim. This is they our traditional it. Morganon dance. It's what? what? Why? Walking, walking in a circle with a bit of ribbon. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's oh. really bad. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. a, a half 0.5 out of Ooh. 5 okay it, it's I, not, I don't, dis- is I don't it disagree as bad as Christmas is cancelled I was really actually about to be like is. is this better or worse than Holiday in the Wild which is physically Ooh. unwatchable uh, well you could watch this right you could and it's yeah. not going to make you physically ill well no <laughs> It might make you a bit nauseous, but you could like turn it off and like get on with your day. Whereas if you watch Holiday in the Wild, you watch 15 minutes, you turn it off and then you need to go have a little lie down. Yes, so like, I don't think it's true. quite that bad. No. Christmas is cancelled is by far the worst thing we've seen this year. Yeah. Uh, maybe mm. this is equal to it mm. in terms of level of badness. I think I, I agree with you on the, the half of Hudgens though. Just 0.5. I think it's half a Hudgens. I yeah. mean, there was, it made me laugh and it mm. was a good, it's a, it's good for the podcast to talk about because it was so fucking <laughs> terrible. Uh, it, it, it did, I was laughing at it. If I could watch mm-hmm. it at like 1.5 speed, I think I would have enjoyed it more. Because yeah. at least then it was like a bit of momentum and they were like going through it. And there was some stuff there that like made me laugh. I, I think if her name was Princess Cornella, I would have given it a one star, but it yeah. will, go for, will go for a 0.5. No, I think it would have been better had she been named Cornella. I would have probably paid more attention because it's ridiculous. But yeah, no, I agree with the the point five. It was difficult to watch. I think it really needs to be one of those fucking things that you put on on Boxing Day when nobody is paying attention. Oh. You're just stuffing turkey and fucking celebrations in your face. There Not are paying so attention. many. I mean, I don't even know about that because there are so many movies that are significantly better than this one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it, and like, it doesn't even have like the, oh, well, it was in 2006. So like the time, no, no that was made this year. They came mm-hmm. out this year. Execs this year looked at what was being slated for <laughs> Christmas movies. They were like, oh, there's one with, you know, this person and there's one with Lindsay Lohan and oh, Freddie Prince Jr. That's great. Anyway, let's load this heap of shit up and put it on the internet and see what they think. And everyone thinks it's bad. <laughs> there is one review on IMDb that's just entitled Dreadful and it made me laugh so much. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If that doesn't say it all, what else will? <laughs> yeah. So, so don't watch this, uh, but mm-hmm. we hope you enjoyed our episode of this podcast where I just cried about the historical documents weeping over uh, uh, misuse of uh, <laughs> historic artifacts that don't even belong to the country that <laughs> they're, they're in. Regardless, mm-hmm. we are fortunate that we do not have to do any more about a royal Christmas match. Uh, no. We don't recommend that you watch it. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Um, <laughs> in case that wasn't clear, just wanted to be really, really specific. Um, yeah. But one of the things you, you could watch in preparation for our episode tomorrow, where we're going to mm-hmm. be talking about Four Christmases, uh, a yeah. Christmas movie with A-list stars that was like a big, uh, big cinema mm-hmm. release. Was a big, big profile names in it. I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing um, uh, Reese Witherspoon and, and yeah. all of that. And just, uh, I loved this movie a lot when I was younger. I, I have mm-hmm. watched it a whole bunch, so I'm excited. To Me talk too. About it. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it because like it feels like it was prime rom com. Reese Witherspoon in the height of her career kind of stuff um but also like you know we get to talk about family christmases and all of the unique dynamics that go into that that. yeah (laughs) what a joyful time of the year Uh, thank you so much for listening and tolerating (laughs) my rant about (laughs) historical documents and economic crisis christmas movies (laughs) 
we appreciate it if you are still listening to our, yeah. our podcast you're great um mm-hmm. you are a, a fine fine specimen of a human being i'm sure whatever partner you have would be lucky to have you uh and i hope you get everything <laughs> you're definitely on santa's nice list for listening to our plugs and i hope you get everything that you want for christmas <laughs> i hope you get everything that you want for christmas Bex. Well, um, I don't want to watch this movie again, so I guess I can have that for Christmas. Woo! Early <laughs> Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Christmas, Naomi. Merry Christmas, Bugs. Thanks for listening to Jingle Bells. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Or tell a festive friend about us. Stay up to date with all things Jingle Bells online at Jingle Bells Pod or buy us a coffee at coffee.com slash Jingle Bells Pod. Your support means so much and helps us to keep doing what we love. See you next time, elves. <laughs>